0: Welcome back to the Twisted Builds podcast. Yeah, it's been a while. So, lots happened. Um, I just I haven't had time to record a podcast. I know last episode I said we're back, and then it's been a month or two since I've done another one. So I do apologize. Um, I am working with. Well, a there's a lot of stuff going on, and I'm going to update all of you guys and gals in this episode. So, um. If I haven't made it podcast or YouTube official, I have a new business partner. So uh, Kevin Marksberry has officially come on to the Twisted Builds uh, LLC um, company, and he is um, making uh, products with Twisted Builds LLC, or myself, and um, we will be marketing them together. So I'm glad to have him on. He is the other normal podcast host for this podcast. We are working uh, diligently right now with getting him more on a, him and I, it's mainly me, don't get me wrong, it's not him, it's mainly me, uh, he has been going back to college slash tech school, and he has been crazy busy with that, I've been crazy busy with the life I, I live, and it just, our schedules haven't lined up, uh, that's why I'm doing this one by myself again, uh, he is planning on coming back, um, I'm excited to have him back, but again, it's not his fault in any which way, shape, or form. It's been my fault because I just haven't had time. I've been real busy. So, um, I actually have a list of things I want to go over, so um, that way I can kind of keep myself in track. And I'm going to start... uh, Trying to do that, I actually got that idea from another podcast I've been helping out with and uh, was a guest on just recently. It's the Customer States podcast. So uh, Mike, Sierra, Jake, Allie, and Kevin uh, run that podcast. It's about uh, everything in the automotive industry on the service side. I highly recommend it. Um, I've been helping them out with their website design and just general things uh, electronically with their podcast. And... Um, which yes, I've been neglecting my own, but I am bringing it back again. I've said that a couple of times. Anyway, I'm, I'm working on it. So, um, one of the issues I've been having with remote in, uh, cu- guess is audio quality. Um, we just found that out with the last one. I just guessed it on the customer States podcast and, uh, we were using zoom and zoom is absolutely just trashing the quality of the podcast episodes. So, uh or sorry not podcast episode but the audio quality so we are still going to use zoom for video um i'm trying uh what's called discord i'm sure a lot of you know about that for the audio Uh, we're gonna try and give that a go see if that works um kind of go from there so please work with us but we're planning on having kevin back and john back and and guests and i'm excited to have guests on and everything on and keep this rolling so we're going to shoot for. I want to do a bare minimum bi weekly schedule. Um, email me, dale at com if there's stuff you want to hear about on the podcast. I need to get a kind of like a form going or some kind of uh, outline layout of the podcast, and we're going to just feel it out. I need to get back into this, so I am working on it. So, all right. Things I have on my list to go over today. So,. Uh, some of you know, some of you that follow me on Facebook or Instagram or any of the social medias, uh, know that I just went through a flood. So um, probably three weeks ago from the time of recording this, um, it might be two weeks ago, I, we got a nasty flood. So uh, it's actually, for our area, the worst flood before this was the flood of 72, I want to say, 71, 72, something like that. Where a lot of Pennsylvania was underwater. Um, It was more of an isolated deal in my specific area. But my house had roughly two feet of water in the garage. And I would say about a foot and a half in the basement. Which is the work area you're seeing me in right now if you're watching this on YouTube. So, I've been doing... A lot of cleaning there's a lot more to go um that's taken up a good chunk of my time i had to replace a bunch of appliances which sort of slowed things down because i i had to kind of like reallocate money instead of uh doing for projects and stuff do that and i'm bringing stuff back but that's again slowed some stuff down it is what it is i mean stuff like that happens so but yes i had a couple feet of water in my basement i had to get that taken care of um thankfully Everything I had that was like high dollar stuff was above the waterline. There was some stuff that was under waterline. Um, some stuff I'm going to have to replace. But thankfully a lot of it was above water. So, um, like all my good equipment, all my manufacturing equipment, 3D printers, um, the mill and the lathe and, you know, stuff like that. All of that was above water. So, thankfully, um thankfully all that stuff made it um so that way i've got you know i've still got a decent decent amount of stuff i can do so um there's still some cleaning i gotta do and it's just some of it's just backlog cleaning i've been putting off i should have been i just need to get it done and the other stuff is just i'm gonna have to sort through what's just flat out garbage now and get rid of it but i've gotten a lot done i'm gonna say it was probably about two weeks ago thinking about it but anyway So, in between work and life and the business and just everything else I've got going on, um, there's still some work yet to be done, but yes, so that was something holding me from this. Imagine, imagine. Um, S10 project. I need to make a YouTube video on this soon. I haven't made a YouTube video on the S10 in a long time, and it made a bunch of progress before. I made a pile of progress before the flood, probably between videos. Uh, rear suspension is done except for uh, sway bar. I got to do a sway bar I'm gonna have to clean some of the stuff up. It was in the flood So um, some of the rear suspension components got a little rusty nothing bad. It's just scale um, Like surface rust. I should I would say because it was bare metal parts I haven't had time to paint anything yet, but um, I got a pile of work done So the rear suspension is all done the front suspension got completely cut off the frame all the factory stuff's gone uh, i replayed the frame um in the front end boxed in where like the coil springs and everything were that's all boxed in it's pretty much c channel now in the front for a frame and i'm building complete custom suspension for the frame front of the frame too um that is going to get custom control arms i'm actually going to make a jig so that way i can make more control arms if need be that way i don't make one set of custom control arms if i bend one from heavy use because that truck's going to get abused um, I won't be out a set of control arms. I'll have a jig that i make them on. And then if I bend one, break one, whatever, from um, just beating on it, I'll have a jig. I can make another set. And I do plan on making probably multiple sets. The first one's just going to be a set. Once I get the truck going, I'll make another set so that way I have it and I'll just save all my files, like all my uh, design and whatnot so that way I know what how to make it and uh use that jig make others so that way i have like a spare set around in case i need because with drifting and just the way i plan on driving that truck i i'm gonna overbuild the front suspension don't get me wrong it's not gonna be made with weak stuff i'm gonna be using dom tubing um i'm gonna use the recommended i think it's O one twenty 120 wall Uh, i'm sure people will correct me if i'm wrong but i'm thinking it's gonna be 020 wall i want to say inch and a quarter od but again it's been a while since i i specced any of this out um and again with everything going on i haven't had time to get back to it i was getting right to the point of i got the i got custom or i made custom engine mounts so i bought a set of swap mounts originally for the build um it was gonna put the engine too high yeah not really it was gonna put the engine too high for what i wanted to do uh we all know a lower center of gravity um helps with handling helps with drifting and a drift truck or a drift car is just a really good handling car uh at its core pretty much and i wanted the lowest center of gravity i could get which is get the crank center line as low as i can go while still being safe where i'm not gonna to have to worry about going over a speed bump or anything like that um so that's I mean that's why I did. I the front cross member of the frame where it drops down underneath the motor, that got cut. It got DOM tubing in there. I do not remember what size or the I think the wall thickness was it was over 120. It was in between 120 and like a quarter. I can't remember exactly what it was. Like 375 like or something like that. I'm, I can't remember. But anyway, I got a nice thick piece of pipe, DOM tubing in there. Plated it with uh I want to say it was, in, it was a little smaller than a quarter inch plate, like a little thinner than a quarter inch plate, um, like 316 sixteenths I think plate, anyway, doesn't matter, I plated it, put that tube in it, and then I was able to, the oil pan I actually got for my Firebird, um, which was an F-body oil pan, I was able to put that on the 6.2, it's just on for mock-up currently, um, and then I was able to drop the engine roughly 4 inches, uh in the frame so i could get that really low center of gravity um with that oil pan and everything got plenty of clearance from everywhere so that way it can move and shift or whatever if it needs to now the motor mounts shouldn't allow that to happen but if it does it's got plenty of room um <clears throat> did that got the motor dropped down then went forward with um making the engine mount so i made as i said i bought engine swap mounts for an s10 they were too high so i made my own and before if you're watching this on youtube they were like a 45 degree angle and then they came down and then like at a 45 and then down straight at a 90 down um for a little bit and now the motor mounts are like you have the sides of the motor and the mount plates come straight out um opposing each other so i dropped i dropped it quite a bit i'm gonna say it's roughly four inches Um, And funny thing is, is those motors must have been, I never checked the factory installed driveline angle, like the crankshaft angle, because right now to get roughly, I think I'm at like three degrees of installed angle, might be two and a half, I'd have to check again, it's been a bit, Uh, but to get that kind of installed angle, um, even with a four inch drop, I still had to have the transmission not quite in the factory location but it did not drop much i'm going to say the tail shaft of that transmission is probably a half inch lower than factory um and then the engine mount the engine was dropped heavily and i still have like the for the forward of the engine is up about two and a half to three degrees i again i don't remember specifics i know it's in that window um and again the transmission was, is getting mounted really close to the factory height at, at the tail shaft housing, which is I thought was insane. So the factory setup must have been really angled. Or, again, those swap mounts that they used to put the uh, V8s in those, maybe it had it an extreme angle. I'm not quite sure. But anyway, the motor's going to get installed with like a 2.5 to 3 degree insta- installed you know driveline angle. And I'm working on the trans mount. Trans mount is a tubular trans mount. The mount itself, like the cross member part, is made. I was just getting to making the part that comes out and actually bolts to the trans mount itself when the flood happened, and that's kind of put a brakes on everything. So I do plan on getting back to that. That actually might happen within this next week, depending on things. Anyway, but that's where that's at. Um, On to business. So... Um I am still selling the simple Della Boosts. So this is one of them I actually have in stock. I have them in stock. I have one. I just sold the other one I had in stock uh I think yesterday. But still got one in stock. I've got the parts to make more. That's gonna be happening. That's on the docket, I believe, for this week to stock up. I've only been keeping a couple of these on hand. Um but I have them in stock. So if anyone's interested, I still have the simple four-wire boost controllers in stock. But, and I don't want you to like hold up on ordering one. If you just want the the simplest, cheapest boost controller, I'm going to make this is an awesome product. I've sold, I don't even remember how many of them. I literally have to look. It's been hundreds. I'm probably getting close to a thousand. I would say I'm. It's it's a lot. I've sold a lot of them, but which has been great. Thank you guys for supporting this small business. But so yes, so this is my simple dollar boost. I am working on and nearly have all the pieces for the advanced dollar boost I've been talking about this for a while it's happening I've got all the I've got the boxes here I've got um it's going to look a lot the same on the front so it's going to have the same screen as the simple dollar boost the knob is going to be different it's going to be in the same location but this one's actually going to be a rotary dial. So there's not going to be endpoints. Like there's not going to be a max and a minimum. This thing's going to continue to rotate. Like if you rotate it, it'll just keep going and going and going and going and going. It's not going to have a, a high and a low point. The the or the or knob has also got a push-in button. So whenever I start making them, I will film them and get them on YouTube. So that way you guys can see. But the advanced dial will same kind of screen. Same kind of bezel for the screen. Uh, rotary dial the four wire deal's going away. I'm actually getting very very professional about this and which makes me very happy. It's been a lot of work. Um I'm going to I've made a PCB board. It's actually that's the one thing holding me up from building prototypes. I'm just waiting for those to come in the mail. I got the notification they have shipped. They should be here in the next week or so. I had them shipped priority, so I'm hoping I get them soon. Um anyway, the PCB design I have, I forgot to grab the other the The 3D printed one, but the software I use, and I'll just be straight with everyone. The software I use is KiCad. It's an open source software. A lot of manufacturers use it. It, A lot of your, like, board, your PCB parts manufacturing, or like, I guess warehouses, like DigiKey, Mauser, um, a couple others, they they release all of their stuff for KiCad as well. Like, all their uh, footprints and, like, 3D... Uh, representations and stuff like that the parts so needless to say um, I got um, sorry I keep lost my train of thought okay so I got uh, everything coming the board is coming um, I made a I had 3d printed a, a digital representation out of plastic obviously of my board though what's gonna happen is there's gonna be two plug-in molex connectors on the back so this as I said this old big bulky thing with four wires on it is gonna go away it's gonna be a 16 wire plug-in I don't think I'm using all 16 wires I think I'm using 14 of the 16 I'd have to check again Um. anyway so but it's an advanced dollar boost so it's gonna have three stages of boost control uh, open loop it's gonna have boost by time it's gonna have boost by input. Um, it's gonna have a map sensor that you're gonna hook up with it. I have um, I have a couple of map sensors. I need to order a couple more for prototyping. My plan is to make these pretty much used with the low dollar Motorsports map sensors. Um, it will be a requirement. I may sell make them work also with some cheaper ones, but I'm trying to get everything over to the low dollar sensors because they're a really good quality sensor. I've been using them for a while. Um, I highly recommend them. Uh, Brandon's great to deal with, and uh, I plan on making my advanced style boost products work with his sensors. So, um, needless to say, those are coming out. I am working on them. So, uh, all the code like the code is ninety nine percent done. It's gonna be one of those things I gotta physically build the unit. Uh, Then I got to do some just more testing with the physical built unit, make sure I didn't mess anything up, make sure the um, PCB design is good, make sure the code works with the PCB design, make sure it actually functions in the real world. I've got um, getting five prototypes made, most all of them are already spoken for. Um, I think I have a slot left, so if you're interested in testing a prototype, get a hold of me. I uh, have to have a running turbo car. That is the stipulation. It's not going to be, a, oh, I've got a project going together or anything like that. I need data on these. We are going into the winter season, so I'm going to understand that. But um, So, like, if it happens next spring, it happens next spring. But I am working on them. So, that's that one. Next up is the thing that everyone's been bugging me about. <laughs> Trans Control. Trans control is coming. So, um, my business partner, uh, very nicely asked for that to get bumped to the very front of the line because I've been also working a tiny bit on my digital display because I'm going to need one for my S10, but, um, trans control is happening. It's not going to be just a 4L-80E controller. It's going to be a 4 60 e and 80 controller, both wrapped in the one. I figured out how to do it. So, um... The one thing that was stopping me from a 4060E control is the 3.2 downshift solenoid. Uh, I finally got up my hands on everything I need to know about how to make that work. So, um, I'm currently working on coding that. I have been for a while. I actually started fresh. So, anything you've seen on my YouTube channel for the old 4080E controller. That code, I didn't delete it, but that code is completely just gone away. I'm starting over because that code was specific for a full 80E controller. And just to be honest, I've learned a pile of coding since I did that project. I've learned an absolute pile in coding since I did that project. And I opened it up thinking I'm going to add 60E control to this. And I'm like, it's going to be faster if I start over. <laughs> so, um, the advanced dollar boost taught me a pile of encoding and what I need to do, what I need to change, um, structure, layout, uh, switch stuff. You know, other odds and like switch statements and everything like that. How to make the thing more efficient. Um, and I'm going to be working on the transmission controller. Is going to have its own program released by me and Twist Builds LLC computer program to adjust it. It's going to be computer controlled or like laptop-based, um, tunable. Um, and we're going to go from there, but it's going to have a sixty e 4080E, full automatic, um, manual valve body. And the 80Es for sure will get the sloppy version of a trans brake, um, which you can turn that feature on and off is the plan. Um, 60? I, looking at it, I might be able to do the same thing. i know if it's going to hold up that's the problem so it would be one that you would put in manual i the way the 4060e valve body is it's different than the ede where you can have that thing in first, like manual low and it can command third gear so um i i've heard people doing that in the past i wasn't sure and i verified that in the gm manuals that thing yes you have a manual shift valve like a manual shift valve and you can go from like overdrive drive second first and when you go from overdrive to drive it actually engages some overrun clutches and physically makes the transmission stronger um if you take that all the way in the manual low for like launching the car it's going to make it stronger yet you're still only dealing with a 60e so don't get me wrong with that it's still a 60e and they're still not that great but i've been getting so hounded by customers about 60 e 68 or 6l i can't talk tonight sorry and this is a podcast for all 60e and for all 80e controllers so um and it's and my business partner uh is helping me with that So, we are bringing it online. So, again, this is going to take some time. Don't expect this to be an overnight deal. This stuff takes time. That's why you've pretty much seen the Simple Dollar Boost and the Spooler Boy stuff released by me. And that's been it for a while because I refuse to release a product that's not very, very well tested, debugged, Ran through the paces, ran through the rainer, and just to make sure it's good to go. So, um, it's going to take a little bit of time. So, but it's literally, that is after the advanced dollar boost is released, it gets 100% attention as my next controller I'm bringing on. Um, but yeah, that's right now, as I said, I'm waiting on prototype parts to come in. Mainly, I'm literally waiting on PCB boards. Once those show up. I will be going into the um, physically making the advanced LBs, verifying codes good, stuff like that. Get the prototypes out for testing, and it's full-on transmission control. So, the next one on my list of things is the um, Spiduino products. Chip shortage. Straight up, that's what it is. I've been wanting to get my hands on a couple... From Josh Stewart, I'm an official reseller. I can't get my hands on them. It's just the chip shortage right now. So there's some chips that everyone uses in the automotive industry for engine control management. And the Speeduinos are on them too because it's the go-to chips. Um, I believe it's the voltage regulators right now. So, because uh, I can even, like myself, I can get my hands on almost everything except it looks like the voltage regulators. So... Just, that's like I I've been getting messages I've been getting emails like Hey I need I want to get my hands on a, a Speedwino, well that's the problem because I can't get my hands on them myself. So I yes I was making my own and this is a prototype so ignore some of the epoxyed external wires you're gonna see if you're watching this on YouTube, but this is actually the one out of the Firebird. Um I was working on my own. I may work on a different design. I would rather just sell the drop bears, um, that are the mass manufactured drop bear ECUs. They do work well. I just, um, I've got a couple of buddies that are running them on LSs and they've been great, but, and that's what I want to do. But if the chip shortage gets to the point where it makes sense for me, cause I don't have to code anything. It's literally just hardware. Um, and PCB design so and I can get my I can get access to the same cases and everything, So I may end up making my own PCB design changing voltage regulators and a couple other odds and ends and Testing and and run it that way that has crossed my mind I would rather wait the drop bears a good ECU I and I just I want to wait to see what happens there if we get out of the ship shortage and can actually get our hands on the stuff I would rather do that. So that's the Speeduino update. Yes, I know I've been getting hounded about them. I'm sorry if I haven't responded to you. The email list is getting long. I think I've responded to everyone, but just in case your email got lost, I am hope you hear this podcast or see this video on YouTube and uh, understand that's what's going on. So that is that. The next up, 3D printed products. So uh, I still sell the parts cannons as everyone knows and loves. So parts cans. I'm gonna be working on a couple of uh, custom stuff too. Um, but a lot of it the 3D printers are being used for are for my production. Again, screen the screen bezels for I don't know if you can see that the screen bezels for the advanced dollar boost and the simple dollar boost are made with the 3D printer. Um, and I'll use it a lot for prototyping. I should have brought the board down that I 3D printed because it literally is a 3D printed representation of the Advanced Dolly Boost board with a 3D uh, printed representation of like the characters and everything. It's actually really sweet to work with. So that way I was able to make sure like physical design of the board's right. It's going to fit in the cases I'm using and everything like that. But um, I am doing custom prints. I have opened that up. I've had that open for a while. I have a new printer that can do two different colors on the same print. I have been using that printer for two different colors on the same print. Um, As I'm sure a lot of you know, if you listen to the Customer States Podcast or um, have seen, I actually make the sell the bells for them. Those are printed with the two color 3D printer, which is over here if you're watching the video. So um, if you need something two color printed, or just want some prototypes, I'm a small business, I'm working with other small businesses, and I'm not here to make a killing off of it. It's a fun hobby for me, um, and I'll treat you right. So if you need something, a prototype printed, because that's like, whenever I got into 3D printing, I got into 3D printing because of these simple dial-to-boost screen puzzles. I designed this bezel in a, in a software called FreeCAD, And I needed the printed. And all the people that I was talking to about getting these printers were going to charge me an astronomical price. I mean, absolutely stupid. So, one was literally $20 a bezel. It's a little piece of plastic. One company wanted to charge me $20 for this thing. I refuse to do that to anyone. I will not do that. So, um if you want something designed then yeah you got some design time in it but if you're providing your own design and you just want it 3d printed i'm gonna work with you guys so and gals so if it's something you want done need done want to try out prototype whatever and you want something done like that reach out to me dale at twistedbuilds.com or get to me on uh, uh, facebook find me on facebook uh instagram or uh, comment on the YouTube stuff. I do watch the comments on there as well. Uh, just reach out to me. I will more than willing to help you out there. Um, next up would be tools. So if you have stayed this long. Thank you. Um, if you're watching on YouTube. This is a tool I made out of anger pretty much. (laughs) So uh, I am a master certified technician with Ford Motor Company. Um, I work for uh, a dealership roughly an hour from where I live. Uh, And I do a pile, or I did a pile, and I still do them from time to time. One five, two liter, or one five liter and two liter uh, escape engines. So there, it's kind of a thing. The two liters got a whole engine. The one five's got short blocks. Um, Ford decided to put the radiator drain plug tool at a 90 degree angle pointed towards the radiator support. All right. With no room to get anything in there. I don't care what anyone says. I've tried everything. People have said, oh, put a 19 millimeter socket in there. I can't get it to fit. I don't know what you guys are doing. Um, I've tried pliers. I've tried all kinds of stuff because they do get stuck in the radiator a little bit. And I try not to make a mess um for me it's nice to be able to pull the radio drain plug out drain all the fluid out of it so i'm not like getting coolant down my arm or anything like that while i'm trying to get the hoses off no it doesn't get all the coolant out of the system but it gets most of it out and you deal with a lot less of it um whenever you're taking hoses off so get all that out of the way right at the beginning but this is my own design. As I said, I made it out of anger because nothing else would fit. I bought Snap-on radiator drain plug tools. I have bought all kinds of different radiator drain plug tools, all kinds of different stuff trying to get in there to take that out. Nothing worked. So I was like, you know what? Fine. I actually, I'm actually looking at, I printed 3D prototypes, imagine, um, and tried them. They were more like a one-time use because of the square quarter-inch drive would round out on the plastic ones. From the force from the ratchet but they did work it was a proof of concept so i went ahead kevin's got machining access and machines uh, and i gave him the file I'm like i need these made i need a couple of them made just for testing so he did that i got a hold of them i have one i got one to one of my co-workers who has used it on a couple of them uh, escapes edges focus fiestas pretty much anything with the slot uh radiator drain plug works perfectly. I actually used it for an edge just the other day to drain the coolant out of an edge. Uh, I can't remember what I was doing with that. It doesn't really matter. I had drained coolant. Oh. I don't remember. I think it might have been a coolant service or something. But anyway, works good, and I will have photos in this video if you're watching on YouTube of it in use. So it works very well. Uh, through the end of November, they are $2 off. So I'm selling them on my website, twistedbuilds.com. If you go to the store, drop down to uh, tools, custom tools, you will see it there. So 17.99 for till November and then it jumps up to 19.99. So you're gonna get a $2 discount on it if you want in on it. Um, if you are a business or a tool truck distributor or whatever that wants in them, actually, yes, I have been contacted by a couple. Uh, thank you to the guys. You know who you are. Um, reach out to me. I do plan on doing business discounts as well. So there's that. The next one was actually a special request from one of the admins of a Ford uh, tech group on Facebook. He is having issues getting Ford radiator caps off. And yes, these caps, you can put a pair of channel locks on. Put your pair of channel locks on like right here if you're watching on YouTube and then twist. All right. So you can do that. It's not, not a big deal. Normally, these are so stuck, you either break the cap or you really at least mar the snart out of it. I mean, the, the plastic gets really deformed. Those two teeth you normally push against. If you don't break them off, you're definitely going to grind them over. It's going to look like garbage. If the customer opens the hood, they're not going to be too happy that you kind of killed the radiator cap just topping off their coolant. So he had a special request. He's like, can someone make a 3 H drive socket for these deals? Meet prototype of 3-inch drive socket. Ta-da. So, uh, got this design out to Kevin as well. He is going to be working on it. Um, I don't know if I'll actually put these for sale. We'll see how they go, if there's any kind of interest in it. There was interest in the radio dream plug tools, so that's why we've got 50 going. And we're going to kind of go from there. But, um, if there is interest in these guys, I will also put them up for sale. No idea on price because I'll depend on material and machine time. So, but that is a thing. And that's the an awesome thing about having the 3D printers. Or again, if you're someone that wants to have, don't, you don't want to buy the 3D printer, but want to have access to cheap prototyping. That's again, a service I'm going to offer through, or do offer through testo Builds. I've had a couple of people take me up on that. Um, They're awesome to have because you can print this little stuff and then you can physically check in the real world. Like your CAD design actually works and it's the right thing. So there's that. Uh, I guess the last thing for the podcast is, as I said uh, previously, um, check out if you are into cars, you're into customer service. Uh, customer states podcast they are an awesome group of people the podcast is funny i am addicted to it i've listened to every single episode um i am a actually i'm a sponsor of that podcast i host their website i make the bills and i help them with their it stuff and whatnot um go over there customerstatespodcast.com yes i've made their website and host it as well um go over there see Uh, see the podcast, give them a listen. I'm sure you're going to love it. Just same way I do. And with this podcast, as I said, I'm hoping to get into the bi-weekly plan. I would love to go weekly. It's going to depend on schedules. I'm sure everyone understands that now because, you know, my tardiness on podcast releasing. But anyway, at least I'm being honest. So, uh, I am working on bringing up the audio quality for the remote and guests. So, um, if you want to be a guest, I've had a couple that have mentioned that to me. Uh, I have not forgotten about you. Um, Aaron Lyon, if you're listening to this, I do want to get you on. There's a couple others I would like to get on as well. Um, I am working on it. It's probably going to be a Zoom and Discord deal that I'll have to have my guests install. And we're going to give that a go and see how that works. So, all right. I think that's it. I am at a decent time. Um, I think that's everything. So, uh, as I said, if you want to hear anything on the Twisted Builds podcast, my take on something whatever uh shoot me a message dale at twisted builds.com reach out to me on facebook you can get on to my twisted builds page my twisted builds has a facebook group it's a twisted builds public group if you want to get on there become a member go right ahead and i'll get you added um you can reach out to me there you can reach out to me on my personal page on facebook uh Follow 18 on instagram and uh thank you for watching thank you for listening and have a great day everyone bye